Riders Radio Theater is on the air. Yodeling, yodeling, it's the Riders on the radio. Come on, farmer, saddle up and go. Get ready for the cowboy show. Yodeling, yodeling, yeah. We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle the tune. We're gonna hoop and holler and howl at the moon. It's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky. Two Slim, the man of many hats. Yes. But at Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. Yes. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yoga adventure. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle the tune. We're gonna hoop and holler and howl at the moon. Every buckaroo and buckaroo, there's a place around the fire for you with riders in the sky. So come on and let's ride. And now with a 2,246th performance of their deep sudsing career, here are riders in the sky. Yes. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, buckaroos and buckarettes. Great to return to the beautiful Emory Theater for another big episode of Riders Radio Theater. And thank you, Texas Bixbender, the voice that sold half a dozen goat gland operations over border radio. <laughs> what a show we have tonight. On my left, he rides Dragon the Roundup, and the little sign in the back of his saddle says, How am I driving? Call 1-800-2-SLIM. That's me. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Andrew Doug. I'm just trying to hold it on the trail, Ranger Doug. Yes, you are. And to my right, the sign on his horse says, King of the Cowboy Fiddlers on board. He's Woody Paul. Thank you, friends. And in the center lane with the personalized plate, it says, Idol of American Youth. It's Ranger Doug. Thank you. Thank you so much. And let's not forget our orchestra under the direction of the fellow wearing the sign that says, Honk if you love polkas, Joey the Cow Polka King. <laughs> well, let's hit the trail with Glenn Spencer's great classic, I Love the Prairie Country. Two, one, two, three, four. I like to ride underneath the moon And fill the night with a merry tune I'll drift along like a tumbleweed And spend my life where the cattle feed I love the prairie country Give me the prairie country I'll take the prairie country You can have the rest I love the life on the open plains Where the sun shines bright and it seldom rains Love to loaf by the old corral And dream about my blue-eyed gal I love the prairie country Give me the prairie country, I'll take the prairie country, you can have the rest. Now I want to sleep where the coyotes cry, and let the lazy days roll by. And in the fall, when the work's all done, I'll spend the winter just a-having fun. 
I love the prairie country. Give me the prairie country. I'll take the prairie country. You can have the rest. Well, just fill me up with pinto beans and buttermilk and turnip greens. And if I die, just bury me deep with biscuits at my head and feet. I love the prairie country. Give me the prairie country. I'll take the prairie country. You can have the rest. I'll be your lady. Riders Radio Theater will return following this message from Kemp Firelight Records. Here's spokesperson Splattering Smith. Howdy, music lovers. I'm Splattering Smith, here to tell you about my new cassette. Splatter and Smith sings those sexy, sensational songs of the 60s. Yes, the era of fit-ins, sitars, and suck it to me is back. Tell them what they'll receive, Texas Bicks. I'd be delighted to. Neighbors, you'll get Tom Jones' masterpiece. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Tried and true favorites from the biggest group of all time. Luffy in the sky with diamonds. Yes, roll up the rug and grab a gal because Splatter and Smith has Motown, Motown, Motown. Dancing in the streets. Folks, in your heart of hearts, you'd expect to pay over $100 for this amazing collection. But hold on to your hats. It's just $9.99. Yes, just $9.99. And if you act before the sunset in El Salvador, I'll send you my autograph 100%. Pure, clear, vinyl, splatter and smith raincoat. And if you sit in the front row of the next concert, you're going to need it. If you're going to my concert, be sure to wear my special raincoat there. Yes, yes to order Platter and Swift sings those sexy, sensational songs of the 60s, plus the autographed clear vinyl raincoat. Have your Visa MasterCard or Antilles Express card ready and call 1-900-LOOK-OUT. That's 1-900-LOOK-OUT. Hey, the summer of love never sounded so super. <laughs> and now back to Riders Radio Theater. Thank you. Thank you, Texas Fix. Thank you, Splatter and Smith. Somebody here, turn on the microphone sump pump, would you? Ah, there you go. <laughs> well, uh, you know, there's been a lot of controversy lately about musical groups not actually performing their own music. <gasps> Say it ain't so, Ranger Doug. Yeah. Yeah, I'm afraid it is too slim. Some wow. groups aren't even content to rely solely on their God-given talent. <gasps> they try to fool people with electronic gimmickry and trickery. Oh, it might work for a while, but audiences catch on eventually. Well, gosh, Ranger Doug, what does that mean to us? <laughs> well, just today we received a letter from the commissioner of radio. It says, to wit. What's that? To wit. Oh, it's to me. <laughs> about half right there, Too Slim. <laughs> anyway, to wit. <laughs> The commissioner's office advises Writers Radio Theater that stringent rules regarding actual performances have been mandated. Only live, real-time performances are deemed acceptable with no artificial augmentation, lip-syncing, or phony backup permitted. The odd accordion overdub is, of course, always allowed. Integrity in radio must be protected, and if you can't trust your Motorola Kilocycle King, who on God's green earth can you trust? Signed, the commissioner. Well... We don't have to worry about that, do we, boys? Our performances are 
all spontaneous and real. Yep. Sometimes it sounds like we hardly even rehearsed. Yeah. That's <laughs> you are, Woody. We put the mistakes in so people will know it's authentic. That's the cowboy that way. Is, that is the cowboy way, Slim. Well, without now that that's out of the way, let's let's do a song. Great. Fellas, how about one from our Cowboy Way album, Riders in the Sky, on MCA Records. Ready? One, two, three, four. Hey, are these mics turned off? <laughs> they better be. <laughs> I'll say. Hey, is there any coffee left back there? Hey, Texas Biggs, how much time do we're back on? I'm going to take about three minutes. That sounds good to me. Hey, Slim, did you finish that pizza? Nah, here, have a piece. Well, save it, will you? I gotta make some phone calls. Maybe go hit a bucket of balls. Hey, Joey! You heard the new Whoopi John Wilfart reissue? Man, it's great. A lot of that early Sheboygan stuff. Polka Monday Blues, Mental Ward Polka. I'll lend it to you. Still, is Big Zeno still here? I think he went out for a smoke. Too bad I have the new Robert Leslie Bellum novel for him. Well, oh, our time's almost up, George said. You know, those guys we hired to do that album are really good, boys. Maybe we ought to use them on the next one. I don't think so, Woody. They said they wanted more money. <laughs> well, they're not that good. <laughs> we can find somebody else. I, I'll, maybe I'll put an ad in the paper next week. Great. Good idea, Woody. Well, well, back to the old chain gang. <laughs> Ready? Three, Three two, two, one. Thanks, Thank folks. Thank you. One of our favorite tunes. Thank you. What a great audience. I think that's just It wonderful. certainly is, Ranger Doug. Riders Radio Theater is a mammoth radio pictures production in association with WVXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> Stay with us, Saddlebound. We'll be right back. Here's a little of the frontier classic, Polly Wally Doodle. Buckaroos and Buckarets, you're listening to Riders Radio Theater. <laughs> and now Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode 11 of the exciting Western melodrama, Return of the Phantom. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, the villain Slocum and Charlie have diverted the Tumbleweed River underground and turned Tumbleweed Valley into a barren desert. Now they plan to turn it into the world's largest toxic waste dump. All that stands in their evil way is Don Ricardo Probascus, a.k.a. the Phantom of the Valley, a.k.a. Ranger Doug suffering from amnesia. Then in our last episode, tired of seeing his vile plans constantly thwarted by the Phantom, Slocum sent Charlie to fetch the fetching but innocent Miss Marm, whom he planned to use as bait for a Phantom-catching trap. But thanks to the efforts of a passing spelunker possessed of true grit, Charlie himself was captured and taken to the nearby campsite of Riders in the Sky. His capture did not set well with the 300-pound doofus, and he became exceedingly rude and surly. Now, episode 12, entitled, Charlie Gets a Lesson in Manners. It's evening of the same day as Miss Marm's rescue and Charlie's capture. 
Now, while Charlie Grouse, wow. the Phantom of the Valley, two slim Woody Paul and Miss Marm are relaxing around the campfire, watching side meat roast pinto beans on a long stick. <laughs> side, why are you roasting pinto beans like that? Well, I'm making a little after-dinner treat. What sort of treat? S'mores. S'mores? Yep. Well, why the beans? What else would you make them with? Well, I make them with roasted marshmallows, creamy milk chocolate, and graham crackers. What? Never heard of such a thing. Who'd eat swill like that? I would. Me too. Well, so would I. How about you, Charlie? Shut up. Boy, you are rude and surly. Right. Oh, the beans are done. Oh, I'll just take one of these biscuits I've had warming on these rocks by the fire here. Oops, not this one. That's a rock. <laughs> or so's this one. Ah, here's one. How can you tell? <laughs> the rocks are softer, Mr. Yep, Brown. now we, we put the beans on the biscuit. Then we spoon a healthy dollop of axle grease over them, and we put the top of the biscuit on and squeeze it down, and voila, hey, some more. Interesting. Yeah, here, have one. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know what to say. Oh, go ahead, eat up. Don't worry, I can make more. Hey, give me that if you're not going to eat it. Oh, not so fast, Charlie. Wait uh. your turn, you polecat. Cuidado, hombre. It's all right, boys. Charlie can have my uh, some more if he can say the magic word. Huh? No, that's not it. What? That's not it either. Please. <laughs> Charlie, read my lips. Say, please may I have your some more. That is if no one else wants it. <laughs> ah, just give me the dang thing. Well, now that would be the easy way, but it wouldn't be the... Oh, never mind, never mind. Please may I have your some more. That is, if no one else wants it. Very good, Charlie. Does anyone else want it? No, 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 gosh. Well, in that case, here, Charlie, you may have my s'more. Uh, oh. Uh-uh-uh. What do you say? Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> no, you say thank you. Now, let's try it. Here's my s'more. Uh, thank you. You're welcome, Charlie, both for the s'more and the lesson in manners. A whole new world is now open to you. Uh -huh. You no longer have to be mean and surly to get the things you want. Uh -huh. You just have to use good manners. Uh -huh. uh, uh, by the way, Charlie, we chew with our mouth closed. Right. And we don't talk with food in our mouth. Well, now, who knows a good tall tale to tell around the campfire? Oh, well, I know one. Uh, there was a giant biscuit of Sumatra, see? And uh, I'll never forget and this. And so tales were spun and lessons learned around the campfire embers as they burned. Then for all, a sleep well earned while the earth on its axis neatly turned. Until... What was that? It was the crack of dawn, and with it, everyone was up. Oh, oh, boy. Then after one and all, except for Charlie, had adamantly refused the breakfast of warmed-over s'mores, it was decided that Side Meat and Miss Marm would take Charlie into town and turn him over to the sheriff. We'll meet you back here after we check out my cavern to see if it is still flooded. Adios! Later that morning, a certain polyester-suited, pencil-thin mustache villain named Slocum sits at his desk by the front window of the ARID Land Development Company and talks on the telephone. <laughs> okay, Slick, we'll be expecting your trainload of toxic waste around sundown. No, I won't be coming here. It's going to take the old spur line to the Triple X Ranch. Don't worry, I'll make sure the switch is thrown. There'll be no slip-ups. <laughs> hey, say, Slick. It's not some sort of holiday, is it? Then why is there a parade going down the street out here? 
Oh, it ain't a big parade. It's just an old geezer on a mule and a beautiful lady on horseback pulling a big 300-pound sort of doofus-looking float. Going up to the county jail. Wait a minute. So long, Slick. I gotta go. That does it. No more kid gloves. And so as the town clock strikes noon, a very evil man strides down the dusty street towards the town jail. As he walks, he angrily peels off his kid gloves and pulls a loaded pistol from his jacket pocket. Meanwhile, inside the jail, High Sheriff Drywall is locking up his new prisoner. Oh, well, make yourself at home in there. Thank you. You're welcome. But I don't like this, Sheriff. May I please get out? Sure you can. Just as soon as your trial date comes up. Yeah. Say, that magic word really works. Miss Marm, what in the world is he talking about? It's a long story, Sheriff Drywall. Hey, Sheriff, looks like you've been doing some heavy construction on the jail here. Well, I sure have, and thank you for noticing our side meat. This is my new maximum security jail cell. Are those railroad ties? Yep. I took them off an old spur line up near George's Gorge. <laughs> They're eight inches thick. Ain't no way nobody can get out of that cell without a key, and this here is the only key to lock it. Well, looks like it come off a spam can. <laughs> it did. Of course, I modified it to where it's just one of a kind. Is, is Charlie looking? No, he's tying his shoelaces. I don't want him to see me hide it behind this picture of me impersonating Elvis here. I don't ever tell nobody's here. But, High Sheriff Drywall, you just told us. Oh, oh, well, well that's right. But I never tell anybody else. At that moment, the door flies open and Slocum comes in, gun in hand. Holy moly! What in tarnation? Get him up! All of you! <laughs> Slocum! <laughs> Finish tying your shoelaces, Charlie. We're getting out of here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> you're, you're dreaming, buddy. Huh? <laughs> Charlie ain't going nowhere. That's my maximum security cell. He's in there. Ain't no way on what's left of God's green earth that he's going to get out of there. <laughs> what do you mean? You got to have a key to it. Yep, but I hid it where no, and I mean nobody can find it. You don't say. Yep, I do say. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't be behind this picture, would it? <laughs> Holy hound dog, how'd you know to look there? Well, where else would a dim-witted part-time Elvis impersonator hide in? Oh, I could have put it in a secret pocket of this sequin jumpsuit I'm wearing here. Or the glove compartment of my paint caddy. Shut up, geezer. You get over there by the door. Teach you stay right here. As for you, Sheriff, get over here. <laughs> now get in there with Charlie. You're putting me in my own maximum security cell. You, you can't do this. Watch me. Shut up and change clothes with Charlie. Change clothes? Why? Yeah, why, boss? I don't want to wear that dumb sequin jumpsuit. You got to, Charlie. Too many people saw you coming in here as a prisoner. We dress him up like you and people will think you're still in here. Uh, Plus, it'll keep him out of our way while we finish off Riders in the Sky in the Phantom of the Valley, right? Right. Hey, <laughs> please, Sheriff, may I have your sequin jumpsuit? That is, if no one else wants it. Oh, I don't want that thing. <laughs> I don't want that darn suit, Mo. Oh, well, all right, but... This is the craziest thing I ever heard of. Come on, Charlie, hurry up. Make sure the sheriff stuffs some pillows up under the shirt so it fits. Sheriff, eh? please put these pillows under your shirt. Charlie, I've been noticing the good manners. Thank you, boss. Forget them. They got no place in our business. Right. Slocum, you're a bad influence. Thanks, I like you too. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm going to give you one more chance to marry me. <laughs> marry you? Yeah, marry me. And I'll give you 50 per... 20 per... I'll let you look at everything I own. <laughs> what do you say? 
I wouldn't marry you if you were the last man on Earth. Gosh, boss, I get the idea she doesn't much want to marry you. I don't know, Charlie. I think she just needs a little time to think it over while she's tied to the railroad track on a trestle <laughs> 500 feet over the Georges Gorge <laughs> waiting on a freight train that's going to come barreling across <laughs> at around sundown. <laughs> thinking already, are you? Charlie, here's the key. Lock the sheriff's cell door with it, then toss it away. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, you can't do this. I'm a sheriff for Pete's sake. Oh, me. Hey, hey, boss. Boss, where'd the old geezer go? He's gone, Charlie. I pretended not to see him slip out the door while you're locking up drywall. Yeah? Why'd you do that? Because I wanted him to get back to the Phantom of the Valley and tell him what we're going to do to the teach. He'll come to rescue her at the, at the gorge and fall right into my trap. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Tie her and gag her, Charlie, and let's get out of here. Right. <laughs> let me go! <laughs> let me go! <laughs> hey, hey, let her go. Hey, wait a minute. Don't leave me in here. Hey! Leaving the high sheriff to stew in his own maximum security cell, Slocum and Charlie carry the bound and gag Miss Marm to their horses, mount up and ride off. A short time later, they arrive at the train trestle that spans Gorgeous Gorge, 500 feet above the dried up Tumbleweed River. Wow, wow. Whoa there. Okay, Charlie, while I tie Miss Marm to the tracks yeah. in the center of the trestle, you start sawing all the timbers that hold it up until each one is within a centimeter of breaking through. Right. I want it to where the addition of the weight of a single butterfly will bring it crashing down. <laughs> right. <laughs> While these two villains go about setting their trap at a campsite site near the old Miller Cave, Sidemeat is telling the Phantom of the Valley what he knows about their evil doings. So, so he, he's going to tire to the trestle, see, over the Georges Gorge, and, and then around sundown, a, a, a freight train's coming. going to smash her flatter than a flapjack. Oh, good grief. We got to do something. See. Si. But I would bet the shine on my very tight caballero pants that she is the bait in a very, very deadly trap. Wow, that's some bet. Well, yeah, but what are we going to do? There is only one thing to do, amigos. We must ride right into the jaws of this trap and rescue Miss Marm or die. Let's ride on the Turbo. Is Tumbleweed Valley about to be buried in toxic waste? Will Slocum's trap mean the end of Riders in the Sky? And if so, will the Phantom of the Valley lose the shine on his very tight caballero pants? Patience, the answers to these and many more questions are to be found next week in episode 12 of Return of the Phantom, entitled Terror on the Trestle. It's fear-ridden, blood-curdling, totally unnerving melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming only to this, Theater of the Mind. Now here again, Riders in the Sky, enjoy the Capulca King. Thank you, Texas Vic Bender. Thank you, folks. We have time this, uh, this evening for a, a special request, a classic of the West. We want to send this one out. Well, Mark and Sandy Williams from way up in Kalispell, Montana, want to send this out to a very special friend of theirs named Eddie Thompson down in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So, Eddie, this one's from you, for you from your friends Mark and Sandy, and it's the old Western classic, My Adobe Hacienda. stars and the strum of guitar make every evening seem so sweet in my adobe hacienda by 
sun says the long day is done. Sweet music starts to fill the air in my adobe hacienda. Harmony is everywhere. Their life and love are Classic of the Week, my Adobe Hacienda. Ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarets, be sure to tune in same time next week, same station, for another thrilling adventure of Riders Radio Theater. Speaking for all of us, until then, till we meet again on Down the Trail. So long, saddle pals, it's been so good to see you. Farewell, saddle pals, we really hate to leave you. But the doggies are lowing and roundup time is nigh. A prairie moon is calling from a starry western sky. So farewell, saddle pals. Our parting brings us sorrow. On down the trail, we'll find a bright tomorrow. Keep those faces smiling round your home so until we meet again, goodbye, Saturday. Passing guests of Riders Radio Theater bunk at the Quality Hotel Central Inn in Norwood, Ohio. For more information on Riders in the Sky, to Smith Mercantile or Riders in the Sky International Fan Club, write to Riders in the Sky, Post Office Box 277, White Street, Tennessee, 37189. Riders Radio Theater was conceived, written, produced, and directed by Riders in the Sky, along with yours truly, Texas Vix Bender. Artemis Farm was played by Claire Bruner. Our production foreman is Campfire Burke. Sound effects wrangler is Big Zeno Clinker. Happy birthday, Zeno. For WVXU, the executive producer is J.C. Doc King. Producer is Lasso and Larry Ashcraft. Coordinating producer is Chuck Wagonmaster Ingram. Chief engineer, Jamboree J. Crawford. Recording director, Gallopin' George Zahn. Sound effects, Honcho Winchester, Jim Springville. Stage manager, Solidale Ron Esposito. This is Texas Big Spender saying for a handwritten transcript of future Riders Radio Theater shows, please get a pencil and paper and sit by your radio and write as fast as you can. So long, Saddle Pals. We'll see you next week on Riders Radio Theater. This is the VXU Radio Network. <laughs>